welcome back to Lightways with Dr. Ray. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Dr. Ray, if you didn't know. <laughs> well, who else is it that brings you out? Except I have like a guest speaker or a co-host. <laughs> but I digress. Anyways, I'm Dr. Ray. Thank you so much for being here again. So it's a beautiful day for another beautiful podcast. I know I said my next my next <laughs> podcast after the last one would be a life update slash announcement podcast and whatnot. But I've had this very heavy burden in my heart for a while now to share a particular story and lessons I learned from the story with you guys. And I tried to shake it off and just like continue with my normal activities. But the burden has refused to leave me, you see. So here I am today <laughs> giving you this um this juice. Let's call it juice so that doesn't sound too intense. I'm always be telling you the story and then telling you um what I believe God is um trying to say to whoever is listening and whoever this is for. Okay? Are you good? Are you comfortable? <laughs> okay, so let's go. Okay, so there was this guy who was a prisoner and he and a couple of other prisoners were being transferred from one or were being moved from one location to the other. And I think as as was the um, practice in that period of time, they needed like a supervisor, apart from like the, you know, the military and all the soldiers and all the police that be around them, they needed like a supervisor. So I don't know if that still happens, so maybe we'll see um, just in that time, but they needed a supervisor bottom line. (laughs) And so they had a supervisor with them. But the thing with this particular prisoner that my story is about, let's call him Adi. So that every time I say Ade, you know who I'm talking about. Ade is the prisoner I'm going to be talking about. When I'm talking about the supervisor, I'll say supervisor. Do you get me? Okay. So Ade had this particular gift. Ade could see into the future. Ade knew, um, due to certain factors, he knew stuff that would happen before they actually happened. And naturally, he used it. I mean, if it was you, want to use the gift every once in a while. Yeah. If not every day, self, if you are ever truthful. So he used the gift um, as often as he could, as often as he felt led to, as often as, you know, the situation warranted that he used this gift. And so on this particular trip, well, trip makes it sound like they were on vacation. No, they were prisoners, so <laughs> nothing cute about it. So on this particular um, situation, this movement thing, they were, he, he had the, he, he, his gift came into play where he knew what was going to happen and unfortunately what was going to happen they were going to, was that they were going to encounter a lot of danger and there was going to be a lot of disaster and so many other specifics so I did figure that oh, um, why not just tell my supervisor all these things I'm saying so that maybe we'll change course or um, I did even proposed, you know, ways for them to go about the um, possible challenges they would face but when he um, told the supervisor his ideas and what he had seen and what he knew that was going to happen, the supervisor ignored him, ignored all his warnings and just continued like nothing happened <laughs> imagine if you were there, how would you feel right anyways, that's not even what that is about, so they continued on the And then naturally, like Ade had predicted, they, enc- they encountered a lot of disaster. There was a lot of danger. They encountered so many obstacles. There was so many near-death experiences, like right? And then 
um they kept going kept going it was a very stressful trip for them um but the thing that struck me the most about the situation with Ade and the supervisor was that Ade didn't throw tantrums i feel like if it was me if i tell you that when i have this gift okay i use, i know what happens in the future before they do and i'm telling you right that there's going to be we're going to encounter this danger and this danger and this danger so based on my knowledge i think we should do this and this and this instead and then i'm telling this leader or supervisor or whoever and the person is not listening if you if i was there, i would be very mad i would just be shouting i told you so i told you so when everything happens it's like because you know it's, it's like if it was a situation where everything could have been avoided if you had just listened to me i would have i've would just been very furious very mad like ah, ah what's all this nonsense and why didn't you listen this is all your fault you know we wouldn't be here i mean very, that would come out of my mouth very easily if i'm being very honest but i didn't do that i don't know if i don't Isha didn't do that bottom line it didn't rant based on the um knowledge of the story that i have it didn't rant it didn't complain it didn't throw tantrums he didn't go about shouting i told you so i was right you were wrong this or god self doesn't know anything it doesn't ugh, it's just supervisor for nothing supervisor that we're even trying to help it's not even taking help <laughs> you know saying a lot of things i didn't do any of that and um the truth is that because the supervisor is a human being he would have felt you know there's a way that people know that ah nami fuck up you know there's a way that people know that ah and this person warned me or there's a way that when people know that they may not openly admit it to if it was me for supervisor i probably would even go and meet her and say oh you were right except maybe when we finally got into our location and everybody's calm i know that i just probably no matter me i'm not probably gonna meet him but the supervisor sha he didn't say anything about it <laughs> probably feeling a lot of shame or even too busy with all the danger you know probably it was probably too busy with all the disaster that was in their way that like, it didn't even going to apologize or going to talk to her they probably didn't even come up, come to his mind anyway so i didn't say anything didn't throw tantrums he didn't keep shouting i told you so the supervisor also didn't go and apologize supervisor didn't say anything everybody was just in the situation together doing the best they could um to get out of the situation and get to their location safe and sound now they were about to um get to the when they when they were closer to the end of their trip um something very interesting happened and this is where um the lesson is the lesson that has been heavy on my heart to share this is where it is something very interesting happened the other people that were on the trip the soldiers military police all the other you know law enforcement whatnot they wanted they felt like oh maybe they you know kill these prisoners when they were already prisoners in their own sight they are probably good for nothing if they kill these prisoners maybe it will help the um situation or the disaster whatever idea they had but um other supervisor the supervisor for the prisoners he had made up his mind that no matter what he was going to protect Ade. possibly because of you know this is just me even saying my, my own way. It's possible that because Ade had warned him and he didn't listen and they were now all in this mess. It's possible that he felt indebted to Ade, you know. That's that's a huge possibility. But for whatever reason, he had made up his mind or he had just 
possibly from the beginning just like Adi. Whatever, or maybe just God, God just put the love of Adi in his heart. Whatever the reason, Sha, yeah, Sha made up his mind that he was going to protect Adi at all costs. And so, when we found out that all the soldiers, military, whatever, were planning to kill all the prisoners, because Adi was one of the prisoners and he had vowed to protect, at least to himself, that he would protect um, Adi, he didn't let that happen. He prevented the, because you know, he had the power, he had more power than the soldiers, they obviously just survived. So, so he prevented them from killing Adi and killing every other person on the, every other prisoner on the trip. And that's, that's, um, situation spoke to me very very loudly imagine what would have happened if Ade had thrown tantrums nagged the Lord refused to let go of the fact that this man is the one that put us in this situation in the first place if this silly man had listened to me we would not be here at all imagine if he had held on to bitterness held on to anger it would have been justified you know especially if it's near death ex- near death experience imagine if you are the one um, and you say, oh, don't pass it, there's going to be accidents, blah, blah, blah. And the person says, no, we're passing. And you encounter so many accidents that you get home only by the mercy of God. I mean, naturally, a typical person would be so angry and so furious and refuse to forgive and let go. But it seems like because they didn't do that, their relationship was preserved. They had their, their bridge was the bridge, the bridge between Ade and the supervisor was not born. So the supervisor could help him if Ade had insulted the life of that supervisor. The supervisor might have even accepted it. Let me fuck up. I caused it. He's right to abuse me. But do you think you honestly think about it? Do you think that when um, it was time to save him from the military or the soldiers killing all the prisoners, do you think his heart would have still been in the same place where he wanted to protect Ade at all costs? No. It would have practically been like Ade has taken matter into his own hands, right? It would have been like, she be the man. He has finished abusing. I messed up. I agree. Ade has come. He has used words to finish me. He has treated me bitterly. He's very hostile to me. Possibly doesn't even talk to me. Acts like he doesn't even see me. He ignores me like I'm not there. You know? I say, ah, everybody should say every man for himself now. And then what would have happened? The soldiers, the military, but would have possibly ended up killing Ade and all the prisoners for what? You know? Things ended up working um, perfectly for Ade because of the help of this same supervisor sometimes it looks like because we are very myopic human beings are very myopic it looks like when we are right we are right the other person is wrong so they should be punished they should um, be destroyed for their wrongs but god doesn't always work like that god can still decide to use the person that was wrong um that was wrong in one season he can use the person to help you in another season be careful the bridges you burn when you are angry or when you feel like this person deserves it. Be careful. In case you, you haven't figured out by now, this story is from the book of Acts chapter 27. I think verses 12 and 42 to 44. You should read it. It's a beautiful story. The story of Paul and, his, and the centurion Julius. Remember that God is sovereign. Because you are mad doesn't mean that God cannot still use that same person to help you in another season. Don't burn. Don't ruin relationships unnecessarily. You never know when you need them again, even if they were wrong in one season. So, my <laughs> the burden has been lifted. I've shared what God has put in my heart to share. I sincerely pray that um, this story blesses you in one way or the other as you go about your life. Hopefully, my next podcast will be my life update and announcements. Thank you so much for listening. I love you.
abis.